dropped a beat. The beat has been dropped. God damn, Cal, you got like three screens. <laughs> hey, SP, you seen the flex, right? That boy got the whole studio up there. Sheesh. He really ready to be. Hey, Trey Song's really about to drop. Cal mixing that shit tonight after the podcast, huh? That's why you gotta get off early. That's all it was. He wanted to record early because Trey, Trey needed his, all the tracks back by one. To the Council and Clutch podcast, episode number 40. I'm your boy Kyle. Today I'm joined by Q. Oh, okay, anybody, goddamn. Anybody's mic hurt you? Anybody? Oh, okay. Oh, salutations, everyone. My name is Quentin. Roy. Your SP. $2 bill, formerly known. And uh, I'm not going to not hear Dion because he actually showed up like seven times, but. Technical difficulties, so he tried. That's nah, all we asked. Hit the, hit the track. He ain't here. Nah, man. We act. That's all we asked, man. That's all we asked for, for for the attempt. But one time for the culture. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go ahead and uh try to run through everything real quick. Uh, we did an episode yesterday, so we're not trying to be too long with it today. Uh, we're gonna go go ahead and start off with uh, some NCAA recaps. Uh, we're not gonna go through the whole top 25 and break down conferences. We're just gonna do what we normally do. Our teams in the top five. It just so happens that everybody's teams in the top five, but SPs. So, uh, <laughs> Alabama uh, beat Tennessee 35-13, uh, uh, remains number one. LSU beat Mississippi State 36-13. Uh, Clemson beat Louisville 45-10. Ohio State beat uh, Northwestern 52-3. Oklahoma beat West Virginia 52-14. And... Texas beat Kansas in the shootout, forty-eight to fifty. Uh, anybody want to discuss any of those games, or we just want to move on to the NFL? Y'all think y'all think Alabama can beat LSU without Tua if he's not back from that ankle in time? Uh, when they playing? Two weeks. I think Alabama off this week, and then they play. Where they at? I believe LSU. Probably not. No, not sure, but I believe so. If they're at LSU, I can see them winning. Who the who who Bama backup quarterback? I don't even know. It don't it ain't, matter. Uh, they backup quarterback at Oklahoma. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The, shade, the shade, right? <laughs> nah. Hey, that boy gonna win the Heisman, low key. Hockey. I don't. I don't see them giving it to. Uh, I don't see them giving it to Oklahoma three years in a row. I do. Well, ain't nobody, ain't the, nobody else really doing that. Crazy. Got, so, yeah, but yeah. So he got the numbers. That was saying. And for the for the story purposes, I feel like he gonna get it, and I feel like he gonna be playing Alabama in the first round of the playoffs. Mm, potentially, 
Yeah, because if, Cle- if Clemson lose, they out. If we lose, we out. Yeah, pretty much. I think, Cause LSU, I think it's going to be LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Yeah, if, if we if we win out, we good. If Oklahoma wins out, they good. But the the Bama, Alabama, I mean the Bama, LSU, they're going to play each other twice. If y'all win out, y'all good. Because y'all four, Oklahoma five, so I don't know. They could have yeah. y'all again. Nah, oh, Alabama, oh. LSU got to play twice. So unless yeah. they split, I feel like. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right there, right there. You know what I mean? That's the only way. But, I mean, they'll figure a way to get uh, Batman if they lose to LSU twice. They'll figure out a way. Nah, nah, hell no. Nah, if they lose they think, twice, they, it's over. They think that. Oh, they figured nah. a way when Georgia won the SEC championship. Yeah, but did Batman lose twice? No, but they lost in the championship. Yeah, no, but they didn't lose twice, though. It don't matter, they though. Do, though. Should, nah, man. Champions should be in the game. Nah, nah, nah. nah. He nah, nah, you, you, you probably wrong, Kyle, but, you know. Hey, that's cool, because it's just my opinion, you know. Take your fan goggles off, man. I mm. didn't know that was really not my fan goggles. I was talking shit. Oh, but see. But, uh. Hey, Q, you better get out of there, bro. He ready to fight today. And on to NFL scores. Shoot. Talk <laughs> what, about what getting about beat. The Patriots killed the Jets. This nigga. Those <laughs> <laughs> oh, are valid points, though. The Patriots did kill the, the, the last two, The last two minutes are not going to even be in the show, but that's cool. Come uh, on, bro. You can't. You gotta, nah. That's good for operations. Nah, man. What do you mean? Anywho. Uh, no names were said in the making of that recording. Nigga. Con- All right, anyway. Moving, yeah. moving back to NFL talk. Thursday night game, sadly, for Mr. Roberts, even though he already knew. Chiefs and Broncos, Chiefs 36, 30 to 6. Uh, the Rams played the Falcons 37 10. Rams made a dramatic comeback from their abysmal defensive efforts in the last couple of weeks to beat the Falcons because apparently Matt Ryan is the most terrible quarterback in the league. No, that'll be besides Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. And Marcus Mariota. Uh, and anyway, Carson Wentz. Uh, moving on, we have Buffalo 31 to 21 over the Dolphins. So the Dolphins are still winless. Jacksonville over the Bengals, who are also winless, 27-17. Minnesota threw up 42 on the Lions. Green Bay also threw up 42 on Oakland. Uh, Sterling Perry's Houston Texans lost, but somehow still made it into the top 10 power rankings. But, anywho. The power of JJ. Yeah, something. They lost to the Colts, 30-23. to White privilege. <laughs> Cardinals over the Giants. 49ers over the Redskins, 9-zip to remain uh, undefeated. It was a hey, that, that game was crazy. I was I was actually out here, but I, I was watching the game. It was really raining that hard. It was doing slip and slides at the sack. So I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had uh, Tennessee over the Chargers, twenty three to twenty. Shout out to Tannehill, best quarterback on the team. Saints over the Bears, thirty six to twenty five. Ravens beat the Seahawks, thirty to sixteen. Shout out to Lamar. And Cowboys beat the Eagles. Yeah, Cowboys so, um, beat the Eagles 37-10 on Sunday so, night, primetime. So, moving on uh, from NFL scores, y'all got anything about those games? Anything? Surprising? Can we talk about Lamar Jackson for a second? Like, he really been impressive. He left. The, the, the coaches are actually doing – they're actually doing what people say you can't do in the NFL, and that's cater a game plan to your, to your players' strengths. Yeah. Which we knew could have been done. They just didn't want – Certain quarterbacks to have that success rate. Same thing happened for Colin Kaepernick, though. I I agree, but it's the same. And but the key to it is the same offensive coordinator too. Right. Different brother, same offensive coordinator. 
But that was my thing last year when people – now, don't get me wrong. I don't think Cap should have got signed last year. But when, when I heard – I forgot what network it was. They kept saying the excuse that – oh, the Redskins, matter of fact, when they brought Sanchez and Josh Johnson in, they didn't want to change Shout the system. Shout out to Josh Johnson. Uh, they didn't want to change the system um, because, you know, you, you, it's hard to put a system in for a quarterback. I'm like, bro, if you a professional coach, you should better put a system in for whoever you've got on your team. They could. They just didn't want to. That's yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Just say you don't want to. Don't give me the excuse. I it's know a, football. It's a lot of work, and it may not be worth it. It is so a lot I, of work. So I know. I feel like that's why Cam hasn't performed as well uh, here as of late. Well, I would say that in a mixture of a couple of other things, but that's a that's a key factor, I feel like. I mean, North Turner is a good offensive mind. But at the same time, he's trying to fit Cam Newton into his scheme as opposed to scheming around Cam Shrimps. I yeah. feel like his wardrobe selection and his injury is a big part the, of it also. The, the scarce. The power. He lost his power with the scarce in the hair, bro. Medea can't play football. <laughs> well, I like our alphabet <laughs> listeners, so I'm not going to comment on that. We got alphabet listeners? I didn't know. I, I'm ho- I Tyler Perry's about to record Medea's first and ten starring Cam Newton. Y'all stop so. listening to Tank, man. Get out of there. Oh, oh well. <laughs> that's crazy. Y'all boys tough. But uh since we're talking about uh well, we were talking about Lamar Jackson. I got the power rankings right here for week eight. Got uh New England at number one, New Orleans number two. San Francisco is number three. Green Bay, number four. Kansas City is number five. Baltimore is at number six. Seattle, seven. Minnesota, eight. The Buffalo Bills are at nine. And Sterling Perry's $2 bill. Houston Texans are at number 10. How the hell is the Chiefs still that high? Because they're the Chiefs. They didn't lose, did they? They didn't lose. Mariota just got hurt, so they got to be up there that high. Mahomes. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Disrespect. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't take him out the power range because of the injury. Well, I guess we'll uh, see their downfall next week. Yeah, yeah. Anybody know who they play next week? Um, The Chiefs? I forgot. I seen it, too, on ESPN. I forgot, though. The Chiefs hmm. are playing Green Bay. That might be an L. Sunday night football. Yeah, that, that might be a hell. Who their backup That's quarterback? They got a backup quarterback? Matt Moore. Damn, yeah. That's I don't see him beating A-Rod under, under the lights. Nah. Oh, my God. Kobe Brissett been playing pretty good, too. I didn't know he was that – I didn't know he was as good as he's been playing. Uh, no, not, well, I thought I thought he was good from them four games he had in New England when uh, Brady was injured. Granted, sure, everybody, every, everybody looked good in their system, though. Yeah, right. but you could tell he's a good football player. And then he it's the same setup in, in Indianapolis. Run the football, play defense, and don't throw the game away. And they got a good-ass line. Yeah. They got the best offensive line in football when healthy. When the Cowboys not healthy, I should say. Goggles. So moving no, on no, no. from no, moving cool, on, moving on from that, going to hand it over to Kyle. Talk about these new new uh, updates of 2022. Miss Roberts. Well, 
the uh, CBA is coming up between the NFL and their weak players association or players union. Um, it's been known that the NFL does have the weakest players union out of all the sports because they just fold over anything. And they're in early talks. Uh, they're talking about adding one more game. So talking about adding one more game, uh, possibly subtracting a preseason game. Um, and adding one more playoff season, but to I mean playoff uh, team on each side, but the biggest thing for me is more so uh, they're also talking about sharing the profit. Uh, I don't know what the percentage is going to go up to, but they're talking about sharing more profit between the players and the uh, and the owners uh, based off that one more game. Um, so funny enough, I was watching. Some, I think either it had to be Fox Sports because I watch ESPN for real. But uh, they was talking about uh, other negotiating points. And somebody made a valid point, but I don't think anybody's going to bring it up. And, Roy, you can probably attest to this more than anybody else can because you're actually still active. They were saying that the players might put in a clause, not even a clause, but put in something about them actually being able to smoke weed with no repercussion. Yeah, it's coming. Like, like they, they really said, like, the players, like, okay, you can give us one more game, but we can smoke weed. I found yeah. that pretty interesting. That, that would nah, be it's, it's coming. I think I think this CBA will be the one. Uh, a lot of it is because of a former player. So many, so many respected former players are coming out now talking about they smoked, or they not even smoked when they played. More Calvin Johnson saying it. Um, Percy Harvin also said it. But then you got a lot of former players saying that they smoke now to deal with the pain after football. And I think they'll give the players the weed so they don't have to get them lifetime medical benefits even though that should be one of the sticking points too. Cause that's a hell of a trade off. It is. And, and <laughs> the players will anyway. take it. The current players will take it because the, the lifetime medical benefits as a player, you don't look at it right now because I mean, the NFL still has insurance for players, but it runs out at a certain time, I believe after your career is over. Um, But the weed part, I, f- I feel like it's, you know, I don't, uh, recommend smoking marijuana for any children or anybody under the age of 21. But if you and happen if you're to be in a legal state, yeah. But if you happen to be an athlete in a legal state and your job allows you to, then there might be benefits to medical marijuana use if you know it's legal and you're allowed to. But don't be stupid and ruin your career smoking weed or any job like Colorado. Just because it's legal in the state don't mean your boss say you can do it. Well, the company, not the boss. Company, sorry, you're right. Master say. Oh, I, um, oh Kyle going to edit that. No, he's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, so you won't edit that part, but you know what? I mean, it's if okay. you would like me to, I can edit it. Nah, I actually want you to just keep the, keep the show for the most part, but nah, you're going to do what nah. you do because you're pretty yeah. good at what you do. I appreciate that, but it's still gonna get cut. <laughs> you edit all the Trey Song stuff like that? Sure. True, true, true. It's, it, it, it'd be good quality. Trey, Trey stuff is good quality. I don't know this man. I feel like if I was a a veteran player and I didn't have any insurance, I'd find a connection that I had and just grab some quick employment to get some insurance. Or does that sound far fetched? No, nah, I think that's realistic. But I also, so I, I really believe um, you can pay for it. I think the medical benefits they're trying to get will be free. They're trying to get the league to pay for it mm. for lifetime benefits for the players, which is is a believable thing 
with the amount of money that the NFL, which is a nonprofit, makes. Facts. So I, I mean, because they have benefits now. I know they have benefits for the players, but the players have to pay for it. Oh, They're hold up! The NFL is nonprofit. They don't pay taxes, bro. Wow, that's wild. I never so knew not, that. I don't even think they reckon they changed the rule. They're not recognized as a nonprofit anymore. But the NFL, as as an entity itself, does not pay taxes. The more you know, that's wild. So you you're making billions. Now, the only reason I say the NFL ain't as bad as the NCAA is because the NFL makes sure the players get paid too. Now, guaranteed money, like they should get guaranteed. And then Cal was talking about the revenue split. I believe it's like forty-seven percent right now, and the players want to get like fifty-two. They want the majority of it. But the owners, the last time I read up on it, they were trying to get a player's like 49.2 or something like that. So almost half, but not half. Yeah. Who knows? Big business minus the business suits. Yeah. And, I, you know, back to the part you said, Kyle, I, I agree with you that the NFL Players Union, they don't have the weakest union, but they do fold over a lot of things. But you also have a lot more moving parts. A lot of I mean, time, huh? I don't, I don't know what the ML, MLS got, <laughs> but I will say they. I, the reason why I say they're the weakest, because you just look at the the revenue that, uh, not the revenue, but just the contracts that you get out of MLB and uh, NBA. Um, those are the two competitors that they're really going you, as far as unions. You got to look at the. If you look at an NFL roster, you typically don't know the bottom thirty, and most don't even know the front twenty. You know the quarterback, you know the receiver, a couple defensive players. So a lot of times when you, when they go into these CBA negotiations and they're negotiating, they got to negotiate for the back half of the roster because the yeah, front so, half don't get paid regardless. Yeah, the point of the union is more so the best for everybody, not just the best, for, you know. But the best, the, the majority is the back half. Your quarterback's going to get paid. The, the owners will pay the quarterback regardless. They'll pay a best receiver and a best DB. Maybe a lineman here or there to protect the quarterback. But as far as money, um, I think this CBA, it'll eventually the NFL will go to guaranteed contracts just because that's just the culture we're in right now. But as far as the pay scale and all that stuff, it's hard to get 75 guys on each team to agree to hold out. To get because you gotta go on strike or have a holdout to get where you want to get as far as with them owners. But Trying to get somebody that only made two hundred thousand, you know, for three years is tough. Versus your quarterback making twenty two million a season, he willing to sit out for another year because he know he good. But when you only making two three hundred thousand on the back end of the roster and you spending it, you can't afford to miss another season. Well, you can, but them dudes don't want to go to work. They rather get paid to play football. Uh, moving along, we got a. Uh... Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, servicing as a backup for the New Orleans, I was say Pelicans. <laughs> New Orleans, wow. I'm looking because I'm looking at the uh, the score of the game, but um, yeah, so New Orleans Saints, and it's crazy when he first took over for Drew Brees, who uh, had to get thumb surgery, supposed to be out for six weeks. Everybody was looking at the schedule like, hey man, all they gotta do is go three and three. All they gotta do is go three and three. They still be good. The division's pretty weak. Teddy B done went five and zero oh, so far. So uh, they're talking about bringing back Drew Brees this week. Um, I, I don't see a need for it. Wait till that man's 100% healthy before you make any type of moves like that. 
one of your how do y'all feel about Teddy Bridgewater's run so far? Um, and then uh, do y'all think they need to bring Breeze back right now? Um, I mean, Teddy's playing all right. He's he's managing as what they needed. He's uh, he's uh, exceeding their hopes as far as wins. Well, how, as far as their play and the team overall is winning. So I don't think Breeze needs to come back until he's like one hundred and ten percent. Him just being one hundred percent. Is all right, but they need to make sure he like no doubt in their mind he good type because right now he don't they don't necessarily need him. They winning. I don't know what their record is, but I'm pretty sure they lead that division. So until the division starts to get close to them having to fight a little harder to get to the playoffs, I don't see the need to bring Breeze back. Save black quarterbacks. Keep them in. I'm with you on that one. Roy. Damn. Hey, the Raptors ring has 650 diamonds in it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I think you should keep them in, but at the same time, the moment Drew Brees is completely healthy, I think you bring them back because um I feel like Drew has got a better grasp of the passing game. His arm ain't is gonna be as strong as it used to be, but it's just a trust there going into the playoffs. I feel like they Drew Brees makes them a better football team. Um, Teddy Bridgewater might be the future for the Saints, and he's playing very good, but they're not in it to just win games. They're trying to win championships. All right. Well, I'm 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 rocking with SP on that one. Keep the black quarterback in. No, I'll say keep him in until Drew Brees is like 100% or until you really need him. Um, or because they're playing Arizona this week, there's no need to bring Drew Brees back. Drew Brees back against Arizona, no point. But uh, yeah, I'm rocking with Teddy on that one. Well, the New England Patriots uh made a <laughs> splash today in the NFL headlines. Splash? That was very ESPN like. Yeah, they uh they traded uh sent the I think it was a third and a fourth or third and a fifth or something like that. Second, second, second and just a second, just a second. And yeah, sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yep. Okay. Well, 200%. Sec- okay, they sent the second round pick to uh the Atlanta Sorry Falcons mm. to get uh Mohamed Sanu. So now they have another quarterback on their team that plays receiver that has 158.3 passing rating. <laughs> Just a funny stat. No, but seriously though, uh for the people who don't get that, what that mean? He has a perfect passing rating as a receiver. I I'm assuming he threw he threw one pass and it probably was a touchdown. There you go. So Julio. But, uh, did he really? I think so. Who was the other receiver besides him and Julio? That's true. Steven. <laughs> Steven really. Oh, yeah, or really. Calvin really. Calvin Sorry. really. Yeah. You talking about as a, his career or just this year? His career. Oh, no. Nah, he done threw a couple of touchdown passes. Oh, well. That, that he threw a couple to uh, A.J. Green. I want to say uh, Muhammad Sanu has like a. Uh, when, he, when he played I with A.J. Green? When he was, when he was in Cincinnati. Yeah, he was in San Francisco. Yeah, he, 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 he just got to the end of the year and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, I mean, the year they went to the Super Bowl. That's yeah, what he got to do. Yeah, but I said, he was in San Because he went to Rutgers, right? I don't know where he went in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Rutgers. I thought he got drafted yeah, yeah. by Atlanta. He'd been there for a second, huh? I thought. Nah, he, I think he got to the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because he played with Adrian Green for like, I want to say, two or three years. He, word, went to Atlanta. he went to Atlanta in 2016. So it was half and half. He played the first four years and. Since the last four in Atlanta. Yeah. Like that one with the Super Bowl? 
Ah, you right, SP. I remember. I'm 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 sitting here backtracking now. And he asked on because he threw one the first play of the game to AJ Green before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say I saw a video. He he could throw like uh sixty five or seventy yards. He, a quarter, he was a decent like quarterback, man. Better be able to do that. Was it really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, his career passing stats: he's seven for eight, two hundred thirty three yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. That's wild. He's married to a non-Nubian queen. All right, so moving along. Um, <laughs> they have one child together. And we're, at that point, we're going to go pay some bills. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thanks for the ad anchor. Loyal supporter. Just like many of our listeners out there. All three of y'all. <laughs> In case you didn't um, hear our... NBA special, which actually uh, was recorded and aired yesterday. Um, a certain one of us, not going to name any names, Rory. Um, okay, <laughs> Takashi. Felt Perry. as if <laughs> <laughs> felt as if um, the non-great Al Horford was one of the best big men in the league. So that. Generated the question. Al Horford. See a top ten big man? I personally watched this man on my team the last two years. Um unfortunately had to root for him, being that he was on my team. I'm not gonna lie. Did a pretty decent job. Um I feel like he's one of the more underrated uh big men <clears throat> in the league. However, however, Top 10, yeah, that's questionable. Mm. What's y'all's take? Mm. Can, I, can I go first? Go ahead. We can start with uh, the infamous President Nixon. All right, no Watergate, no Watergate. So, because this topic, you know, caused a little uproar yesterday, we went back to the lab and I did a little research, talked to some people, and um, Sports Illustrated, has an NBA top 100 NBA players for the 2020 season. So projection going forward, but it's based off of production over the last five to 10 seasons or however long they've been in the league. And it has all NBA players in there. It's a hundred of them, but I'm going to just name to you. uh, Let's see the big man that made the top 20. And because they're sprinkled in, so it's 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 a one through twenty list. But they, you know, it's all just the big man. I'm gonna take the skill guys out. First, you have Giannis. Second, you have Anthony Davis at six. Seventh rank was Joel Embiid. Eighth was Jokic. Jokic, sorry. Fifteenth uh, was Carl Wait, Anthony Jokic. Towns. Sixteenth was Lamarcus Aldridge. Seventeenth was Draymond Green. And eighteenth was Al Horford. Now, out of the names that I named, that was one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. And the eighth big man on the list in the top 100, which was 18th overall on the list completely, was Al Horford from the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, what position does he play, Roy? Uh, he, it said big man. And he, he plays the four, but I would have okay, put him at the five. Sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. But he plays the four, but I'd have put him at the five. In that instance that we talked about yesterday, because I wasn't reading the best at the position. I thought it was put a team together. But anyway, um, 
that list clearly shows that he's a top 10 big man. Um, We can debate this, but if you do take him off of that top eight right there, who would you replace him with? Sterling. Hold on. Can you repeat that list? Because it was a couple of those people I didn't even have on my list, so I'll, 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 I'll gladly add them. You said Giannis, right? Giannis, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns. Y- Jokic. 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 I like wow. Jokic, goddammit. I ain't can't pronounce it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How you pronounce it though, for real, for real? Jokic, Jokic man. Or oh, the J Silent. The J is a lot. Not Jokic. It'd be all right. I'm not diverse. Carl uh, Anthony Clearly. Towns, Lamarcus Aldridge from the San Antonio Spurs, who is currently coached by uh, Tim Duncan, so he'll get a little better this year. Draymond Green and Al Horford. And me personally, I'd probably put Horford over Draymond. And not Lamarcus, but over Draymond, though, for sure. Okay, so let's do A or B. A, Blake Griffin. B, Al Horford. Who are you taking? Who am I taking? No, 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 no. This isn't for you. This is for Cal and Quentin. Oh, I'm going to take Blake. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's open it up for the floor. That's fine. Yeah, open it up for the floor. But let, hold on. Don't Let's not discredit the respectful people at Sports Illustrated for <laughs> clearly stating and showing in their top 100 NBA players for 2020 season, that Al Horford was in your top 10? Well, due to your preface, I believe that list was generated mainly off of statistical metrics, which oh, so the eye test we all not know. Not statistics. No, 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 no. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just asking. However, what I am saying is statistics aren't the only – Factor in that equation. Mm. With that being said, sometimes mm. the eye test matters. Okay, correct. Okay, Blake Griffin <laughs> or Al Horford. Who you taking? That's for the floor, or Roy? Yeah, that's for the floor. Uh, what are we like doing? What do you mean? What are we doing? Like, what are we? Is best better player better for the team? Better for the locker room? What are we? You know, what are we looking at here? Uh, we ain't looking for better for the locker room. Give a damn about the locker room as long as we winning. Mm. So like, for, if you're trying, if, if you're if you are attempting to win a championship, or no, let's, let me take that back. If you, better player, better player, Blake Griffin or Al Horford? I think Blake's probably a better player. Yeah, Blake. Okay, that bumps him down to nine. Pascal Siakam or Al Horford? Give me Al Horford. Horford, because Siakam isn't proven. Charles Barkley not mm. proven either, so I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Chris Taps Porzingis or Al Horford? Al Horford. Porzingis, Porzingis can't stay healthy. The one that was from New York, right? Yeah. He in Dallas yeah, now. Same, yeah, same boat. He ain't, we don't know what he can do for real. Rudy Gobert or Al Horford? Gobert. Gobert. He's a center. Gobert. Right? We're talking about big men. We're talking about big men. The, 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 the state, the thing said top 10 big men. Uh, uh, go Bear. Okay. Kevin Love or Al Horford? Al Horford. Ah, three strikes, SP. Start over. Interesting. Yeah. It, it sucks when they don't. Mark Gasol or Al Horford? Mark Gasol or Al Horford? I think it's Gasol, but even I knew that shit. 
Well, chill I mean, out, chill out, uh, Jokic. Oh, right. <laughs> He's only the best center in the league. But hey, well, who's counting? What are you talking about? Relax. Uh, <laughs> Mark Gasol, Gasol, or Al Horford? Mm, I don't know. That's a toss-up for me. That's not the answer he wanted, Q. You're supposed to say, uh, yeah, you know. Nah, he can say what he want. I don't, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to say they, they, they even, I guess. I'll do this one for Cal. Bagley Jr. or Al Horford? The answer is always going to be the other person. <laughs> the other person, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I think he's taking our fan beef into this comp, into this. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't like anything I support at the moment. I don't blame him, but damn, it's crazy, but it's true. true. But true. Stephen Adams or Al Hofer? Hey, bro, you're, you're losing. You're losing listeners with these names. Yeah, <laughs> you're killing us. You're reaching now. I, you you might have could have bumped him to eleven with the three that you added, but realistically, he's in the top ten, bro. Y'all don't y'all laughed at me yesterday, but I'm just saying, motherfucker ain't sorry. Nah, I don't I don't think we ever said he was sorry, but you, top you, you definitely said he was sorry yesterday. I went back and listened so, to the episode. Hold on. So so according to Bleacher Report, he's <sighs> the number five power forward for the 2019-2020 season, based on Matt Q. You said what, Nixon? It's based off of the, this coming season? Yes. Okay. He's the number five power forward. I don't trust Bleacher Report, though. I mean, they got Giannis, AD, uh, Blake, and Draymond in front of him. Mm, okay. I can't. I can't. Man, I, you take you take Draymond. The only person I'll say he's better than is Draymond. Because you take Draymond off that team, he's not good. Damn, you really hate Draymond, then. Oh, he's because he's he's a perfect yeah, system player. Yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Cal. Oh, he's oh, If you take him off that team, he's not good. Nah, I agree. I agree. I feel like Clay's the only person on that team that will stay where he is outside of the system. You don't think Steph? No. Steph is protected by everybody. One, he's protected by the more defense. Mm-hmm. And then two, the offense is predicated basically to what Steph does, which is basically shoot threes and you have a threat of shooters all around. So it's like, all right, who am I going to guard? He's either going to get an open three or he's going to pull up from like 90 feet away. So that that offensive scheme is geared towards Steph Curry. But I feel like if you throw him in San Antonio, he's not going to be as effective. Yeah, nah, he, he ain't ready for that market. He's not ready to play defense. Real killers down there in San Antonio. Know what I mean? But it's just my opinion, so, you know. <laughs> hey, it's cool, SP, man. I understand, dog. It's been a long week for you. Hey, he's number 11. How? Oh, uh, that, that brings me back to my uh, point that I was just about to point out. Uh, Q or Cal, if y'all can help me out and uh, kind of circle back on the conversation yesterday, what was the topic at hand? Uh, top five best in their position. In their, in their, in their what? In their position. I, I can't hear you. I thought you said position. Oh, I, I was about to say you really can't. <laughs> yes, their position. Oh, okay. What did y'all say? I couldn't hear uh, you. The mic was breaking up. 
Tell Trey songs I'm ready for the track, bro. Man. Shit, Ray. Wow. Hey man, it was a valiant, it was a valiant effort though, Sterling. It was fun to argue with you, man. But um you care to tell us about this weird NBA over under? Because you, you lost Al Horford, so your prediction skills ain't too hot right now. I, I don't think I lost Al Horford because I don't think I was the one who said that he was the best at his position. But anyways. I never said he was um, the best at his position. I was building a team. Hey, listen, matter of fact, all y'all that's listening to this episode, if you haven't don't know listened, what you were doing. If you haven't listened to episode 39, <laughs> go check that out first or go check that out now and then come back. And this conversation will make a lot more sense. I don't think he's the one doing that. Anyways, um, <laughs> you said nobody's gonna do it. No, nah. because all of them have already heard episode thirty nine. Yeah, all, all six of them. Microphone. All six. Y'all can't see me, but I'm staring at y'all. How are you? But anyway, Never mind. You, uh, yeah. Over unders. The weird over unders, Mister Perry. So we got some bizarre over unders for the 2020 NBA season. Start off with the injured Zion Williamson. Number of shoes Zion will blow out over under two and a half. Under. Under. under definitely. Under. He shouldn't blow out any more shoes. That, that should have been the one time occurrence. Hey, are you gonna keep are yeah. you keeping these votes so we can uh come back and look at these? Uh I mean they're on yeah, wax. They're on wax. They're always circle no, back. Nobody's gonna remember, but all right. I mean, it's something that we got called timestamps. Ooh. <laughs> that we could just easily click on. I didn't know y'all did those. Y'all fancy it, that show. Continue on, Mr. $2. Gracias. Number of Shaq and the Fool appearances by JaVale McGee. Nine and a half. Over, under. 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 It'll probably be like eight, though, but under. Nah, Shaq got scared when his mama said don't put him up there no more. Oh, word. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he took him off and then Javel started balling. Yeah, I said I'll go under on that one too. I'm gonna say under though. He's still gonna go up there at least once. Oh, I'm just apologize and say sorry, mama. A popular topic we fit. Oh, go ahead. What'd you say? No, you good? No, I was just saying Javel gonna do something crazy. So, popular topic we've had on this podcast in the past: three pointers made by Ben Simmons for the entire season, one and a half. Over under. <laughs> I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say over solely because I think he's gonna shoot a couple and and he gonna make at least two by accident. So yeah, over. I'm yeah, with you over. on that. He's gonna make some by accident this time. Yeah, they're not gonna be on purpose by any chance. But now he made one. Now he's gonna have the confidence to throw up more than he did since he's been in the league. So yeah. The number of technical fouls. Received by one Draymond Green, 15 and a half, over or under? Shit. 16 is suspension, right? I He'll think so. Christmas. If 16 is suspension, like the last couple of years, he, he actually got 15 and didn't get any more past that. So he has a tr- uh, uh, he's been trending on messing around and getting 15, so I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say over. Clay not there, so. They're going to be losing a lot more games. He'll probably be frustrated more. Yeah, I think. I don't really think he'd be frustrated. I think he'd just be trying to show out. Yeah, I think he'd be doing that to keep, keep relevance. Yeah, his, he's trying to show out for his little light-skinned friends. I think sometimes he does it uh, intentionally as a benefit to the team to get the team fired up. 
but I mean that's 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 probably far and few between. You're giving Draymond way so. too much credit. Me as all right, let, 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 let's let's kind of expunge <laughs> on that. As a teammate, how y'all acting if somebody just get a technical? Me personally, I'm just looking at him like nigga, what are you doing? Like I, that's not gonna get me riled up, like because you got a technical. Like how, how would Roy? How, how would you feel if one of your teammates got a tech? Um, is that going to help you get riled up, or we, you just going like, can't get texts in football? But personal files, uh, you know what yeah, I mean. I'm just you translating. Just... Um, it depends on what you get it for. If it's, if you literally like arguing a call and it, it can't cost us. Like I think because one, I had a teammate uh, two years ago. He was a vet, and he, he made. A, I never thought about this, but it kind of it made a lot of sense. He said, "Hey man, how long you been playing?" And I was like, "I've been you know playing since I was five. He said, all right, have you ever seen somebody argue with the referee and they change the call? And, you know, me being stupid, I'm sitting there thinking, like, damn, he right. At that point, I realized it's pointless to argue. So, like, don't don't get personal files over dumb shit like arguing with a ref. Now, if they throw a flag or something because, you you know, you block somebody's shot and you taunting, whatever. I get that in basketball. Or in football, if you finish somebody over the wall in the arena or whatever. But don't be stupid. And if it's a stupid tech, I'm gonna feel some type of way or a personal foul. But uh, I feel like I gotta argue against that ideology because at the end of the day, you could be arguing a call and from a football sense anyway. And if you weren't to cost your team, as in get a penalty, I feel like you could argue a call and it could benefit you down the line. Now, I agree with his sentiment of that shit ain't going to change the call in the current situation. But again, I feel like, like say for example, if you a coach and you arguing a call that happened like a, like a holding call or pass interference, I feel like that, that could potentially have an effect on the referee later on in the game, making that call as opposed to not making that call. It's like a mind game type thing. Okay. Number of altercations Jimmy Butler will have with his new Miami Heat teammates. Two and a half. Over, under. I'll say over, but we ain't going to hear about him. Pat, gonna keep that on Lolo. Yeah, you, you said cat or cats? Pat. Oh, Pat? Yeah. I just said cow. I was like, no. you know he hit his girl. So Damn. Yeah. Pat, 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ, Pat, cow. Exactly, man. This nigga, yeah. Jimmy hit somebody, girl? We yeah, talked about this. I got under. Back. Like hit his oh yeah, oh you said hit his girl yeah. like while they were together yeah he yeah. hit Cat Carl Anthony Towns yeah. I remember yeah. Kyle talking Man, about she, that. she ain't worth nothing yo and the crazy thing about it apparently uh Tony Parker is like that too according to the uh, all the smoke podcast so Tony Parker Cat I mean Tony Parker Jimmy and Derek Fisher out here smashing who who Tony Parker hit I ain't watched the rest of the show yet I had cut it off because I got kind of bored I don't know but Stephen Jackson was like. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, dry dry snitching. No, no, he was not dry snitching. He's uh, so Harry, uh, ba- let's not I always say Harrison Barnes. Uh, Harry. Matt Barnes was like, oh. he was like, yeah, you know, they was just saying who we want to have on the show, and he was like, yeah, man, Derek Fisher. He was like, nah, nigga, we ain't having Derek Fisher on the show. He was like, I don't bang with Derek Fisher. He said, nah, nigga, for real. Yeah, it's, it was a show. It's showtime. Yeah, so yeah. It's oh, podcast. Oh, okay. He was like, nah, nigga, I ain't trying to have Derek Fisher on the show. He was like, why not, man? He disrespected you. He said, nah, man, we cool now. He was like. Oh, for real? Nah, for me, he forever beefing with me, man. It was like him and niggas like Tony Parker, man. You blink your eye and they talking to your girl. And at that point, I'm like, all right, Tony Parker was out here. <laughs> He's striking somebody's girl, oh, trying to get somebody's girl. So, 
He looked like he he looked like he'd be he'd be the one though. Hit her with that French accent. We not talking about Alice Versace. We not gonna bash Tony over allegations. All right. Nah, that it, that was a little too strong to be an allegation. It was an allegation. He assumed. He think he did it. Too relative. Nigga was on the team. He was high. <laughs> he don't mean? know Damon. <laughs> Disrespect. Oh, he was high. Continue, Sterling. Continue. Number of air balls by one Lonzo Ball for the entire season. Ten and a half over under. I was trying to find his average, but I just stopped. Um, I don't really see people airball that much. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. under. He gonna yeah. he he'll throw up a couple. Just I mean, it's natural, but I don't think he's gonna throw up more than ten. Yeah, I got I'm under. Gonna, I'm gonna say that's under. strictly for yeah. Eugene, but that's a whole other whole other topic. Hmm. Little jokey joke here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's another one. Number of Kawhi Leonard smiles per game. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> Over under, under. He the Terminator. <laughs> man. Damn, oh man, you don't got the Kawhi line. Nah, it's per game now. Per oh per game. Per game. So that means he has an average two smiles a game. I yep. don't know. For eighty two. Nah, games. he ain't even gonna play that many games. All right, so that bumps ah. it up three and a half smiles yeah, per yeah, game. Yeah, you got there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, nah. He might yeah, give you a, a piece of a smile. A little smirk, maybe. And there we have the over under. I'm not even gonna read the last one because that shit just retarded. How about to say what were you thinking when you wrote it? Nah, it was, right. it was uh, Cut Sports. Uh, oh, okay. Sports, I thought this uh, was a clap report replacement. Yeah, I thought he. Yeah, I thought. I'll, I'll name it because it's still it's already under. Um, number of power forwards the Knicks will have at the end of the season: six point five. They're currently at five. Oh, they 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 can't ask and they're all uh, better than Al Horford. <laughs> None of them are better than Al Horford, but carry on. Uh, I would I would it, argue Marcus Morris might be. Uh, but uh, you go ask people with, the, with that Celtics bias. Bro. I swear, boy, stay with the goggles. I got permanent boy. goggles. I got permanent goggles. They prescription. Hey, Cal, can you? But can you said, edit this part? Just don't say it. Right. I'll text it to the chat. Send it in the chat. It might not be as funny when you read it, though, so I'll wait. Speaking of wait, uh, no longer we need to wait. We're going to go ahead and take uh, another commercial break. We'll be right back. All right. Thank you, Anchor, for that ad. Um, so, Gucci Man said he's banned. Breakfast Club said he's not banned. Popped up with Charlemagne, said he gonna smack Envy. Lots going on right now. It's gonna play a couple clips, uh, kind of get people caught up on uh, what's going on if they don't know. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and play the first clip. Uh, but to preface the first clip, Gucci Man just dropped his 101st album somehow. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> his 101st album, and uh, he's doing a press run. And of course, when you, anytime you're in hip hop, you make a press run. Perfect storm. Yeah, that did count. So, <laughs> the, uh, what, what did it say? It was a whole bunch of. But anyway, yeah. So, um, anytime you're in hip hop, you really want to make a uh, a run. When you hit New York, you normally hit uh, the Breakfast Club. Then you hit like Hot ninety seven and possibly Sway. Um, so Gucci said he was reaching out to the Breakfast Club, and it was like, nah, 
you can't come up here. So he assumed that he was banned. So he posted a clip on uh, his Instagram saying, damn, is this why y'all ban me? I'm going to go ahead and play the clip right now. No, we was cool. I was not on your dick. Stop it. You be chasing me what hotel you was there to you can take it. Can, can, can you take it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sure. You know what they say about little girls, especially Asian ones? Fat puss. <laughs> Is that what they say? What they say? I was going to say deep. All right. So. Okay, never mind. Right. So y'all heard the back and forth. The, the flirtations back and forth. Yeah. That was before. That was years before when he said you was on my dick. She was like, no, I won't. And then basically that whole interaction that y'all heard before. What was that? Like recently? That was years back oh. when she was working for Sirius. Oh. But the recent one is when he was like, you was on my dick. Yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. I, I remember that one. All right. So on the surface, that's all we know. That's all we know as far as that went on last time. So, you know, from the outside, we're like, hey, that looks legit about, okay, that's why he's banned because he was at, he came at you said he was on his dick. You got this mysterious boyfriend nobody know about, and you felt some type of way. So they later then came back that week and did like the little people's court thing that they do, basically say if somebody's a liar or not, right? And basically, the uh, Charlemagne was gone. I don't know what he was doing, but he was gone. And uh, it was Envy and Angela Yee. And basically, they did a little people's court. They had people call in saying, "Hey, who's a liar, Gucci Man and Angela Yee?" So of course, DJ Envy's uh, playing like devil's advocate. He's hyping up. You know, Angela, Lee, uh, Angela Yee, like, nah, man, uh, looks like, you know, Gucci's a liar, this and that. Uh, but then he'll say something about her, like, mm, you sure? You sure you're not lying? You know, just kind of trying to play the middleman, but at the same time still taking his homegirl side. So apparently it was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes where Gucci Man's label was uh, sending requests for interviews and they kept declining it. So, again, he came out, said, OK, um, I'm, ba- I'm not banned, but why can't I come up there? Next day, Angela Yee came onto the radio said she doesn't feel comfortable because she said that he re- he was reaching out to people around her to apologize to her behind the scenes. But why can't he apologize, you know, on air? She doesn't feel comfortable. She doesn't believe that he's going to come on air and actually, you know, apologize. He's going to actually come up on the air and apologize. Uh, so that's kind of what they said was going on. So she said, I have no problem with... Uh, you know, Gucci man, if y'all want to interview him, y'all can interview him, but I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Pretty much. She, she put, she, hold on. She said, she, she put the cow on Pretty much. Ooh. She, uh, but no, she really actually had something to do. So she said she's not going to be there. Time and why she wasn't going to be there. Now, mind you, this is not the first time this happened because Charlemagne never does the interviews when they, uh, when they do, uh, what is that boy name? Troy Ave. Anytime Trey Ave comes up, he never is up there because the thing that happened with him is kind of personal. So Charlemagne never shows up. So it's not the first time that somebody would not what show up. What happened with them? You know, just because of the person. Well, the whole situation when dude uh, got killed and then, oh boy, the podcaster dude is in jail. Uh, those are Charlemagne's people. So, yeah. Word. 
and Troy Ave snitched. So, so Troy yeah. Ave people killed Charlamagne people or something? Nah, so Troy Ave's bodyguard got killed. Mm-hmm. But Troy Ave pretty much said that Charlamagne's homeboy was the nigga who pulled the trigger. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. yeah, so that that's kind of what on. But he's like, man, I ain't snitching anyway. Pretty much he's saying he's not a snitch because he ain't do nothing and all the evidence points towards the other nigga. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he's not a snitch. But Charlamagne doesn't respect that, so he doesn't show up to those interviews. He came up there like twice. So you have the right not to do that. Yeah. So uh Troy ain't popping the morning anyway, so he ain't gotta worry about that. Yeah, so Envy later on came out and said, Yeah, you know what? Evangeline doesn't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable either. So if she doesn't want to do it, I don't want to do it. So I'm I'm a, I, I guess they do like a vote on who can come up there and that. Probably two or three. Yeah, and then Charlemagne won't dare, so it really didn't matter. So Charlemagne did his own little interview. I guess he's trying to start a little interview thing in the channel. Yeah, so he did his own interview and then um, No loyalty. Play another clip. I was gonna ask about that. I'm gonna play another, uh, play another clip. But this is what uh, Gucci said on Charlamagne's show. Well, for the record, he's not banned. I don't even know where that came from. It came from that punk ass bitch, man. And DJ Envy, he's implicit too. They they did that people's court thing, and you wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He was there. Him and uh, the girl, whatever. So he ain't had the nuts to come out. He did that. I knew. I was gonna confront him too. I'm gonna say, hey, man, you know, you got something to say to me? I just want to see what he was gonna say. But I do got an issue with him too. I got an issue with him now. I'm gonna step to him. I'm not saying. Just like he stepped to him, the people were talking about his wife and they came up there. Yeah. He confronted them. Venus and Meryl. So I'm gonna confront him about what him and Angela did. And, he- and it kind of cut out, but he said, Yeah, when I see that nigga, I'm gonna slap him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Gucci went back to old Gucci. So he's gonna slap Envy. Um, so got a couple Envy questions. With the head For too. one, but he likes skin though. So you know he was no, I was, I was yeah, getting, I, like I, mean, I ain't say it, but y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he said it ain't the first time he got slapped and he came out like yeah I've never got slapped before but okay but uh <laughs> so my first question going back to the beginning y'all heard how that was flirting I wouldn't say that she have the right because you have the right to get mad about anything you want to have the right to get mad at but do you feel like this is overblown as far as how they were interacting years back him bringing it back up and all this other stuff behind the scenes happening about her not feeling comfortable do y'all think that's like a, I wouldn't say appropriate, but do you think that's even that serious? I think what Gucci was saying, all that shit was actually true. And she, she, she's embarrassed by it, I guess, maybe. And that's why she's pushing so hard that it didn't, it did, this didn't happen, that didn't happen. Because realistically, if any shit happened and she know ain't nothing happened, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't be pressing that hard. Cause she would know, like I ain't need worry about it. But she, she's pushing like somebody just hiding something. Yeah, she Her was like, yeah. yeah, she was, she was like, no. First of all, it wasn't even on my podcast. That was when I worked that series. And second yeah. of all, so Melissa Ford was never there. She was like, pretty much, she, she's she pushing like somebody that's hiding something. So I'm pretty sure she tried to get a Gucci, and either it didn't happen, or well, I'm assuming whatever it didn't happen. But Gucci saying she did, and I'm waiting for the somehow for the evidence to pop back up. Shoot the evidence was here in the old video. True, true, true. It sounds like she's yeah, she wild yeah. out. Yeah, because she don't talk nothing nope. like that now. No, nah. so I believe she said it back then. But you know, Gucci got to play it cool though, because they're gonna try to play it like he did something wrong. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The next thing he need to just just go ahead and let yeah. it go, because you know you're you're a whole new person, literally. And um, yeah, just <laughs> go ahead. Just go the guy ahead, in that you know? video still in jail. Yeah, yeah, he's still locked up. But that's, still <laughs> <gonna go ahead. laughs> that's that's another stu- another subject for another podcast. But he's going to chill out and just, you know just let let the ships play over. Ain't that deep. Ain't ain't nothing to worry about. He married. 
He good. All right. So, off of that, what we're we talking about, loyalty. Do y'all think Charlemagne? I wouldn't say disloyal. Do y'all think Charlemagne was right for doing the interview on his own? You know, without the without the crew, based off how his feelings are towards the other two. Uh, I don't see. I don't have an issue with it. One because we don't know. He might hit both of them up and be like, "Y'all care if I do an interview with Gucci?" They probably. They, I don't see why they would say no. No, they said it, but he said that he just told Envy what happened after the fact. He told Envy what happened. Yeah, what Gucci said after the fact. Like, yeah, he said he was gonna slap you. Oh, but he told him what was gonna happen Uh-oh. before yeah, he released. Yeah, so no, no. And for some reason, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't see no issue with it. Cause, like I said, it was. If they okayed it, it then it don't matter. If they, I, I, if they said they don't care, then it then cool. And now they was like, I don't want you to do it. And he still did it. And it's kind of like, uh, it's his can, own platform though. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying still like them pose as if, if they as tight as they seem like they are. And then he still decided to do the interview anyway. Then I could see that being an issue. But if it was just him, like I said, if they, if he was like, I'm gonna do this interview with Gucci and they was like, yeah, you good. Go ahead and do it. Then it ain't no issues. My issue is. I don't care that he did it. My issue is more so the fact that I watched the whole thing. He started off defending them. Like, yeah, chill out, Gucci, or, you know, just saying, oh, man, you know, telling their side of what's going on. But at the end, when Gucci like, I'm going to slap this nigga, he a pussy, this, that, this, that, he was just like, ha, ha, ha. I feel like you need to keep, like, as he always say, keep that same energy of defending your people the whole interview. I don't even think, like Gucci start I don't going think off Charlamagne really rock with him like that. Because if you heard him, I mean, he's a whole new If person, you heard him talking on, um, <laughs> He did a T.I.'s podcast, which was actually a pretty good episode. You could tell, like, he he don't really rock with Envy and him like that. He just know it's good for business that they on the show. Yeah. I think... I think he's stepping... I think he's stepping into a different... Yeah. A different zone. Like, he he was on the Breakfast Club zone. But I think he didn't got to that point now where he's stepping out he, of he's a He's an independent uh, journalist now. He don't need them. Yeah, he can... Yeah, he can go like he said, he got his own shit. He would he can go do it, and I'm a hundred percent certain that the Breakfast Club numbers would drop if he left. Facts, like drastically drop, because nobody I ain't gonna say nobody, but niggas ain't really coming to listen to Envy and Ye. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't go just listen to Charlamagne either. I I, I don't you go, but more people will, more people will <laughs> damn to listen to Charlamagne. I clicked on, I clicked on it based off the guest because I, I I think Charlamagne is annoying. Uh, more people would listen to Charlamagne than they would yeah. listen to I'm them. sure. Like when yeah. I... Because Envy's not... Envy's a, a DJ. Neither of them are really... <laughs> inter- well, Envy's not really an interviewer person, period. And he is... I don't know. She's... She, the interviews she, that happened are... She's like... They, they, they're like... A, they're like one third... They're like one third of like a perfect formula. They're like the, they're like the Warriors. They're like... If one of them leave... <laughs> <laughs> Might not I wouldn't even say that because if you left, I don't. It, it, it ain't gonna she, change much. Niggas not gonna, a, niggas not gonna stop listening to. Bro. She's the she's the person that asks the gossipy questions that niggas don't normally ask. Charlamagne is the person that just say blunt. Yeah, Charlamagne just give you the blunt questions to make the jokes. And Envy's like the person that keeps everything together. Yeah, but if any of them left, if if you left, I don't think they would hurt. And if Envy left, they wouldn't hurt. Charlamagne is the one that left. They would hurt numbers wise. Yeah, for for a fact, that's not even a question. I think I think you could replace any woman with ye. Um, no disrespect. Yeah. You just got it. No, that was pretty disrespectful. Asking, like you said, asking those, asking those questions. <laughs> yeah, it was. 
<laughs> yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta ask the, the salacious questions. Yeah, just the gossip. Like so, said, what about gossip. your girlfriend? Yeah. Whoa, niggas ain't say nothing about no girlfriend hey, this whole time. What does salacious mean, bro? I'm, I'm being dead ass right there on that one. Salacious, uh, I mean, off the top of my head, oh, so is something that is. Yeah, you know, his Matt Bond. <laughs> hey, bro, he says salacious. How do you spell that? I'm about to Google it. Hello. <laughs> I'm out here googling it myself. I, I spell a. I know I can't spell it. This bitch like scallion. Having a conveying undertone of inappropriate interest in sexual matters. Mm, you used it right. Too. Therefore, those mm. salacious questions. Mm. <laughs> hey, where'd you learn that word? Uh, it's been thrown around. Vocabulary money can buy. <laughs> money can buy. Nah, you know who I think taught him. <laughs> Who told me? Who told but, uh, me? Do you have any more questions for Shannon and Gucci? Nah, I want to know who taught me Salacious. You can cut it out. So yeah, they don't point. You go cut it. So they knew who taught you. Continue with the Gucci question. I, who, who taught me, man? Hey, Q, get us out of here, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. Are we, are we finished with the Gucci? And, uh, uh, I'm done, man. Oh, I'm yeah, done. Yeah. Well, on that note. Uh, before shit gets turned sideways in here, go get up on get up on out of here. Two shows this week back to back. That's a that's an all time record. We couldn't have, we couldn't have done it without our uh, great executive producer. Nah man, Kyle curator. Who talking? Nah, who talking? Hey, hey, <laughs> nah, great. Talking, C murder. <laughs> he got episode. He got episode what thirty nine out quick. Forty out yeah, quicker. He'll probably get the, yeah get forty out probably tonight. Flourishing on his IG story. Up. This is Cal's conscious speaking. Y'all thought I was gonna let this go. Oh, there it go. I've been waiting all day to talk about me on my IG story. This is Cal's conscious speaking. You see me punching the bag like never before. This is Cal's conscious speaking. Your boyfriend can't beat me. This is Cal's conscious. I lift my waist in a little bit. You'll see. This is Cal's conscious speaking. Congratulations to Q for winning his competition. This is Cal's conscious speaking. Thank, thank, thank you, conscious. Damn, man, we was good too. Now Over and out. Yeah, 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 it's all gone. It's all gone. Don't worry about Niggas it. Niggas is good, man. <laughs> and, then you, and then you cut it. Roy, hey, Roy, Roy might not even be in the episode this week. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Damn, you gonna treat him like you gonna treat him like Terrence did? Like you said, like Terrence. Yeah, like Terrence did. Oh, like Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Roy? Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> nah, you be hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga Roy don't take mental health serious, man. Who, me? Damn, man. That's crazy. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Shit crazy. Hey, G-shit, though, somebody asked me what do I do for mental health, and I said I podcast now. Hey, hold on. I got to... Did I... I ain't finished the outro, did Yeah. Nope. I can use I can use the one from yesterday. So, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Go Whoa, what do you mean? No, 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 no. We already did it. Cow's conscious. And on that note, we uh, appreciate y'all tuning in to episode uh, number Forte. Dropped episode yesterday, 39. Kyle got that out quick. We appreciate him and all of his endeavors into podcasting and making sure everything is good because uh, like the Breakfast Club, Calvin and Charlemagne, and without him, we are nothing. We can't do all of this stuff because we can't because we don't have three monitors. But uh, that's it. Um, that's so we appreciate y'all tuning in. This and, is Kyle's um, conscious speaking. Like, he knows I'll... he's nothing without me. <laughs> this is Kyle's conscious speaking. 
the council in the clutch wouldn't exist if Roberts wasn't here. Oh, we done we, as we, we finish. Okay, so, so we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. And uh, as always, if y'all got anything to say to us, you know, drop by the Instagram account. Let us know. If you got any questions, any uh, inquiries, any any uh, topics you want to hear us talk about, anything like that. So let us know. We'll uh, run it past the, the board members and see what we can make happen. So we appreciate y'all. And we out. <laughs>